Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You can hit the button. Recording. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, and then let's get going in. Wait! Three. Just kidding, I'm ready. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, we're up in three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris... And what's up, everybody? What's going on, Mr. Mo? Welcome to Frat Chat, the podcast. How you doing? I'm, I'm great. I'm a little under the weather. A little bit. Yeah. It a little bit. I cough. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it shows that you're under the weather because you have the balls to whistle in the middle of my intro. What is happening with you, Simo? I'm sorry. All this cough medicine has got me immune. All this cough medicine. What's going on? Got like too many. You, you know, I've been just been just tongue punching a bunch of shit boxes dude (laughs) (laughs) well i am glad that you're here and that you're feeling a little bit better oh thanks buddy i appreciate you starting to bring me up something nice (laughs) how are you doing i'm currently super 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 pumped up that i'll be back at broadway comedy club this saturday at six o'clock in that beautiful main room watch me kick some ass with some amazing comics but I'm also pumped because we'll be back September 20th for the greatest comedy show of all times, three-year anniversary, and I mean, not only is the lineup sick, not only is it a three-year anniversary, but it's going to be our first ever live show taping. Yeah, that's exciting. It's awesome. I'm, I'm pumped, man. It's going to be it's going to be good times. Keep an eye on I'm that. I'm already working on my material. Yeah, yeah. You're always working on your material. I like it's gotta it. It's got to be stellar. Yeah, so keep an eye on that on the Greatest Comedy Show's pages on Facebook and Instagram at Greatest Comedy Show. You can also go ahead and check out tickets at tiny.cc like Simo's dick again tiny.cc slash greatest September show 2019 and capitalize the first letter reach word please because that way they know it's us you can also check us out at the Broadway Comedy Club website for tickets and then also on Facebook Instagram and everything and the links are there do it how about you sir and can we just uh, once again thank Gazzo Music for our intro of course he is Fantastic such a cool guy. Intro. The level of coolness is just beyond. The man. He's the man. And dude, people ask us about the theme song every single week. So I it's know. like, it's so good. <laughs> but that's like nothing compared to like everything that he that he has. Seriously. I mean, just listen to his music, guys. You will not regret it. He like he has such a good range too. Great artist. Check out at Gazo Music. He plays a bunch of instruments. Yes, he does. It's crazy. He like can really do everything. He can sing too. I can play like, the piano with one finger. Really? Yeah. Is it your little finger? It's my little, my <laughs> tiny CC or whatever it's the fuck you job. just said. Um, <laughs> and then uh, how about oh uh, Nate? also yes, we have to thank the Moon Life Clothing, our official sponsor. Go ahead and check them out at themoonlife.com. And please use our checkout code at FRATCHAT in all caps for ten percent off your next order. And check this out. This is my this is. 
Actually, I keep saying that every week, but it's because I keep finding old. I've actually never shirts. seen that shirt, and I want. This it. is its old design. It might be one of their first. It's the Avracadabra design. Uh, I know that the creator of the Moon Life is a big uh, Black Sabbath, and he's into I that kind of stuff. I did not know that fan. So yeah, this is a little a little shout out to them. I love this shirt, and it, I mean, this shirt is literally like four or five years it old. It looks at this like point. a Ouija board. Yes, yes, it's badass, brother. I believe in crystals, just for the record. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you keep on in your anus at all times? Of course. <laughs> Amethyst in there right now it gives me strength. <laughs> Plus, it smells like lavender. It's nice. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, what was going to say. Oh, how was the uh, bachelor party? It was good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I went to uh, recently to a bachelor party with a lot of my former uh, pledge brothers and frat brothers, uh, and it was a good time. A lot of stories that I will probably get disowned if I tell here, but. I don't know. Maybe as we drink. On that note, let's open these fuckers up. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Damn it. Ooh. Son of a bitch. There we go. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Oh, I got to put my lime in it. Um, uh, thank you, Corona, for always um, um, getting me wasted and for all the uh, PP sheets. Yes, and thank you, Corona Light, and for watching our And I also just want to point out that uh, I'm in Carlos's room at the moment, and I'm looking at his bulletin board, and I see um, some notes he wrote to himself. One says, wake up and kick some ass. Yeah. One says, the rock. One yeah. says... It's a vision board, brother. Um, Bill Hader. One says, dance on Ellen. Damn right. One Who says, says dance Saturday on Night Ellen. Live. One says, Hollywood. Uh... What's this say? Robert De Niro? Yeah. So some some it's like messages to yourself. It seems like it's some is just like Yeah, people these you are admire. people I want to work with, things I want to do, goals I have. HBO is another one of those. Oh. Uh, so in the morning, when you look in the mirror after you've like brushed your teeth, are you like, you're the man? No, nah, when I you jerk off, I, I read that. I'm like, The Rock! Yeah, The Rock! I masturbate. Robert you De Niro! It. You talking to me! And then I come. <laughs> As he's saying this, he's, he's literally um, pantomiming, stroking his... Well, of course. I am a fucking actor, so <laughs> <laughs> I am an actor, and I take every role I take, seriously. When I was younger, my grandma... Um, this, I remember so excited to tell her that I got signed to an agency. And she said, I want to tell you something. She's like, there's no amount of money that's worth showing full frontal nudity. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe my grandma's talking to me about this. <laughs> uh, but she was, she was very much like, listen, like once you do that... Your career is over. It's a different kind of career. Yeah. Like you can be sexy and you can be, um, I don't know, you, you can be hot mm. without uh, showing all the goodies. Yeah. I, I don't think, for example, there are some good usages of Wiener that I've seen recently. There are some very Oh, awesome. tell me all about it. Uh, do you ever watch the TV show Glow on Netflix? It's yes. about women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the, on season three, there's a scene. Oh, where the late, yeah, where she's seeing this, one of the wrestlers is banging this dude, and then it turns out that he is an escort. But then they show him, like, literally dick out. And I'm watching this, and at first I'm like, ah, oh, why are they showing this dick? But then, you know, that was to really add to the awkwardness of the situation that this True. dude standing there with this, like, huge pubic hair and this little tiny fucking dick asking for money, and it's like, it adds to the awkwardness. Ugh. I think that's some good usage for once. Some poor usage, anything in Game of Thrones from seasons one to three, which is gratuitous dicks. I don't understand why I was in it. There was too many of them, and I don't like it. 
I don't like it, Mr. Simo. Too many dicks. Ugh. And also in Gone Girl, I still don't get why they have to do Ben Affleck's side dick. This is called a callback. That was just like for him to show that off. Like, come on, people. Kevin Bacon shows his dick a lot. He does show his dick a lot. I've never thought. I wonder that. if he goes to like so he makes the, the production meetings and he's like, "Listen, I'm on board if I can whip it out. If I can't whip it out, I, I don't want to do it." So I get it. The town in Footloose does not want them to dance. But what if he flashed his dick? <laughs> <laughs> Footloose made millions, but it would have made billions. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, speaking of gay. Uh, my mom came to visit just for a night. I took her to some gay bars and we cool. went to... I was thought you were going to call your mom gay for a second. I was like, well, are you calling your mom gay? She does have a short haircut. She does. Uh-huh. She does. Um, and she doesn't like to wear a bra. That's true. But she's happily married. She has a really big a clit. She's a what? <laughs> she's like dick Ew. <laughs> Ew, why would you say that? Ah! Oh, my God. She was just telling me how much she liked you. Wait till I tell her what you just said. Wait till I tell well, her. Well, she is a long-time listener, so... She is a long-time Hello, listener. Hello, Mrs. Mo. Uh, we I went to you. Flaming Saddles in uh, New York. Hell's Kitchen. I've been there with you, I believe. There, yeah, right? and yeah. they danced in the bars. Yep. And yep. she's like, what is this? And she's like, are they drunk? I'm like, no, mom. <laughs> Mama, they're not drunk. <laughs> this is what they do. <laughs> this is what happens here. This is like the, the shtick. She's like, oh, okay. And some of them dance, you know, they have these like uh, group routines they do and it's a bunch of like stopping your boots on the bar like coyote ugly but like dudes but then they have like their solos which are like really dramatic Mm. you know and they're so emotional like okay I get it I get it I get it like you never really got to pursue your your dream (laughs) get off the bar (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what are we talking about today what's today's topic so I actually I'm glad we're doing this topic and I have to say I have to give you credit because it was his idea yes people it was his idea. I'm admitting it right now. Simo had a good idea. Woo, let's give him a hand. Aw, oh, thanks, man. Can I tell you guys something? Let me tell you a secret. Uh, there's a reason why they called me Phoebes in high school, uh, as in Phoebe Buffet from Friends, because I am a bit of a space cadet. <laughs> and so I kind of run all the ideas by Carlos to get the thumbs up because most of my ideas are just stupid. Simo <laughs> <laughs> reads at a third grade level. What if but I love this? What about this? This is great. I love this idea. And Carlos is like, no, I don't. Mm, I think that we could get sued for that. I think people uh, <laughs> get really upset. I'm like, it's okay. But we meet in the middle, and it's cool. But anyways, back on topic. This week's topic is an important one because it's something that, to this day, when we talk about fraternities, always comes up, and it's fraternity stereotypes, man. So this week, it's the Frat Chat Podcast versus fraternity stereotypes. Now, let me tell you something. I get ragged on all the time for being in the fraternity. All the time. They're like, but you're gay. So, uh, but I will say that I, I do dog our fraternity sometimes, but yeah, I feel yeah. like because I, mean, I went through the premise it, of the show, but I have a right to just like, um, I say some off color things about my community cause I feel like 
within the LGBTQ community, I kind of had the right to like poke fun and like, but I don't think it's fair for other people to poke fun. So and I guess like he makes fun is, of me for being Hispanic because he's a racist, but it's correct. okay. He has that correct. right because he's racist. Um, <laughs> and I'm sorry to our listeners in Honduras and Venezuela and <laughs> Spain. Yeah, dude, we've gotten international. <laughs> We're being listened to like, in all kinds of places. Also, bonjour and the good people of France, uh, Saudi Arabia. We're being listened to yeah, as well, which is crazy. I'm I don't like, know, man. I don't know. Arabia, are they plotting to kill me? I'm kind of scared. Like I don't know. There. But we have a lot of different places, man. This is cool. Thank you guys for the support. But then back to us being outraged by fraternity stereotypes. Yeah, I just feel like if you didn't go through it, then on what grounds are you making right. these claims? Right. And it's like on any topic, if you are speaking on it and you know nothing of it, then how can you have an opinion? Correct. That's called ignorance. So what do you folks. think is the, that's the number one stereotype? I think, and I We're think you agree will agree this. with this, anytime you ever talk to a fraternity person, everything that they say is, you pay for your friends. Yep, absolutely. Jesus, every single time. No, people, we don't pay for our friends. Uh, it goes into beer, it goes into parties it goes into transportation it goes into food sometimes trips it goes into trips yeah, it goes into so insurance there's so much into it i mean and you don't even have to like everybody in the chapter anyways there's just a lot of extra fun that goes into it that if you think about it if you try to afford the stuff that we tried to do in the fraternity as a as like a normal college kid you never could you know i think that throughout the course of my college career i probably came in contact with like 200 brothers mm-hmm. um, and I only have like a handful that are actually friends <laughs> right so if, if, if I'm paying for friends then I got gypped <laughs> where are they <laughs> I have to say I made a lot of long lasting relationships from the fraternity like I've been a groomsman at three of my pledge brothers weddings and I'm gonna be at another one but, and, but you know some of them you were friends before the fraternity Yes, but, but, but most after, you know, and it's like they're still in my life. So if it was something that had to do with me paying for it, wouldn't we no longer be friends after it ended? If I were to join the gay volleyball team, a uh, uh, club sport in New York, what's it called? Gotham or something like that. Mm-hmm. You pay dues. Right. You pay dues everywhere. That's and how you can afford to do stuff. Dues. You get rental spaces like... Come on, people. For trips, for insurance, same thing that we did. But let me tell you, let me break it down for you. So our dues really weren't that much. They weren't that bad. Uh, especially if you're on a payment plan. They're like plan, 300 bucks for a semester, which yeah, is nothing for nothing. a five-month period of time where you, where that money went into. Some schools is as low as like $190 a semester. Right. And yeah, and it gets lower as you get older in the fraternity. Correct. And then you can elect to go on senior dues on your last semester in, which is even cheaper. Um and also, once you become an officer, you also get e-board dues, which are cheaper. Yeah, if you maintain certain grades or if you um, – some fraternities, if you recruit so many people, then that brings your the price down quite a bit. Or if but, you blow the I president that, like SEMO did, it goes down like 10 bucks. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, so if we, break it, <laughs> if we break it down like this. Oh, yeah, SEMO. Um, I can rack up a bar tab like a champ easily – in a weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've been out with me. Oh, I, yeah. I get to the point where I'm like, shot, 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 You can shot, spend shot. 300 bucks in a night. Oh, gosh. When we did, when we did our, um, our roast battle, mm-hmm. I spent 170 bucks. Wow. I had no idea. And to wow. be honest. But you were kind, drunk after. 
I was pretty drunk. But you know what? Uh, the bartender was like, do you want a shot? And I was like, sure. And I was like, does he want one? She's like, but I didn't know that I was paying for them. Yeah. I, I did thought- notice that bartender was really friendly. And I was going to warn you. I don't know that this bartender has your best. She's like, do you like Jameson? <laughs> yeah, I love Jameson. Do you like, how about you? How about you? You want one? Is that okay? She's and like, that's fine. I'm like, okay. But I had no idea. I felt like such a stupid New Yorker. Yeah, I well, you would assume that the bartender would at least put the one that she's taken on the house. But no, she charged you for that too. Man, but then the end, I think she felt bad because she gave uh, me and Philip two extra shots. So, I mean, but those shots were worth maybe really $4 if you think about it. It's like a rail shot most likely. And then you pay you pay plenty. <laughs> That's the thing. You get a pity drink. It's like prices are so overvalued in New York where it's like you're paying like $9 for a cheap rum and Coke, which literally has like half a shot of a $10 bottle. It's like, we really need to start pre-gaming more like the good old days. Like college. I yeah. know, man. But I, I mean, here's the thing. I like used to show up to certain things where like, like socials or things where we had to take a bus to formals or whatever. And drink so much. Sometimes I'd be on the bus, like holding on to, for dear life, like, oh god, I'm, this is I'm dying. This yeah. is where it happens, and everything starts spinning. But the, the ride is like 45 minutes. Life. So by the time I get there, I'm like perfect. Like let's party. You know? hold on to like the seatbelt. I'm holding on to my road sodies when I eat hand because <laughs> I'm a champ. So so my my point with this is just that I spend a lot of money at the bar, but in, in college. I spent zero because the right. booze were provided for us, you know? Yep. And not only did I pay nothing for um, alcohol, I also didn't really pay much for books, and books can be so expensive. I remember my first semester, I think I spent 500 bucks on books. Books are expensive as shit in college. They don't yeah. warn you about that. So I always, I, I gave mine up, and then a lot of the older guys gave theirs up to me, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, if I or was they passed down notes from classes that were yeah. hard and shit. Like, it was like an actual useful network for, for learning. I mean, there were some papers that were passed down too. I didn't really so benefit I didn't use from, those because I didn't, I didn't think anybody was a really good writer. In the uh, well, I, I was an acting major, so my, most of my final uh, exams were performances. So I didn't really benefit from that. But I would have taken advantage of it if I could. Simo got a C plus on MIME 301. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very good student. Thank you. It's okay. It was, it was actually a B minus. I'm sorry. You know what? I did get a B minus in acting one. I was crushed. That's pathetic. I took acting one actually in college. It's my elective. You did? I did. And I aced that shit. Did you? I, um, <laughs> I ended up uh, assistant teaching it later on. Really? Yeah. I felt, Just to avenge it? <laughs> yeah. Total re- redemption. It's like, can you please go back and change this to an A now? We've known each other for six years. Like, come on. Um, <sighs> I also oh, yes, think that you know. one of the benefits from being oh, in the speaking fraternity. Of it, not to cut you off, but just you were talking about in bars and stuff. Not only did we not have to pay for stuff, but usually a brother would be like the bouncer or the bartender at a bar. Oh, remember? So Cooter? then we could get in. It, yeah, exactly. Then we could get into places and get like whatever the fuck we wanted and get like a seven dollar tab every time. Remember when Cooter would come would come back to the fraternity house and be like, "These are all the fake IDs that I confiscated tonight. Do any <laughs> of these look like you?" Dude. Like, oh, that's great. This who's this? Oliver? I give you Oliver. I'll take Oliver. Thank you. I used to go uh, me and the man with the curly pubes would go to the bar when he was working. And we always used to go up to him and say, can we get the cheapest thing that gets you the most fucked up? Like, that's just what we want. And it took so long that eventually it's like, 
we're just hammered one day. It's like, you know yeah. what, dude? From now on, I'm not gonna, we're not going to waste words saying all that shit. We're going to order a cooter shooter. So every time we get a cooter, a shooter, cooter shooter, it is whatever gets us the drunkest for the less money. And he was like, gotcha. Wait, what's in a cooter shooter? He would make it up every time. He would literally really? just pick whatever shot he wanted that was that would get you the drunkest for the least amount of money. So if there was well, a special. Well, it tastes like cooter, count me out. <laughs> it was pussy juice. Yeah, it was gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> but it, they were usually delicious too. Like, but we would leave the bar stumbling and paid like no money. So really like. You're not paying for friends, man. It's, it's You're paying for things to do that you would probably not be able to do regardless. And also, when you are out with your friends, they make sure that you don't have to spend any money. I remember speaking of... The man with the curly pubes. We would go to TGI Fridays yes. for happy hour. After meeting, because on Mondays. Even though they weren't in that fraternity, I still feel like we got the hookup everywhere we went. We, we were just known. Well, also, you know, literally, we were there every Monday after meeting. You know they call it Club Fridays now? It's, like, crazy. Wait, <laughs> Wait they what? They have a bouncer there. <laughs> Club Fridays? Oh, my gosh. I got kicked out for punching someone. He At called, Fridays? Yeah. He called, me a, he called me a faggot, and I was like, what did oh. you say? And I hit him. I, swear, I even wrote a song about what it. What was it? stage sometimes. This is a couple of years ago. Wow. I went home and uh, yeah, this guy, this drunk idiot called me a faggot and I literally punched him. I grabbed him by his hair and pulled him off the, the bar stool and I threw him on the ground. Wow. I was livid. I just, went, I just go psycho. Some, you know what? It's just certain words. I, I don't know. It just has so much Dude, power. I mean, also how you, you know how when someone says something, what the, exactly what they mean. And that particular word is one that if you throw your weight behind it, it sounds awful. You know what? I thought to myself, this is my Fridays. And I may have been graduated for a long time now. I'm in the club. This is my <laughs> Fridays. I'm VIPs here, okay? I order the chicken tenders every time. I threw them on the ground. I, I get two like, sauces. I get ranch uh-huh. and blue cheese, motherfucker. <laughs> but I only eat the blue cheese on my knees. So, <laughs> so This is called a callback. I, I, he likes it chunky. <laughs> when, I, when I threw this guy on the ground, I was like, Who's the faggot now? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, amazing, so though. what would you, what would you say is the second biggest misconception of fraternities? This one goes hand in hand, so I will I will make it a tight second. Uh, that we always get haze, and that they make us always do gay shit, and that we all do gay shit. I would have appreciated some gay shit, honestly. Yeah, right. Maybe we were, you would have learned a thing or two about your sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we did get hazed, though. Yeah, I'm but sorry. it's illegal. We don't get hazed. What are you talking about? Uh, I want to say for the record that hazing is illegal. Uh, we don't condone it, nor do we participate. Not here. Nor were we victims of it. Maybe at some other But in a faraway podcast, land, once upon a time, maybe perhaps young Simo and young Carlos uh, were doing push-ups. Yeah, to look good. To and look that good. is why... We look fantastic today because. Or oh, I was doing push-ups because I was mouthy. Right. Yeah. Uh, but man, we got, I got the shit beat out of me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but nowhere did I ever have to do anything gay, like no elephant walks. They always told us we'll never hit you. I mean, for me, they said we'll never embarrass you in public. You know, like whatever happens at the, during the pledge event, we'll make fun of you then. But we'll never do it in front of like a group of girls or something or on campus. And you know, we'll, we won't lay a finger on you. You know, though, I pledged only a couple years before Carlos. Four score and seven uh, years ago. 
Q-H-S-3 mark and go. So uh, <laughs> there were a few guys, older guys, that I think had drinking problems and they would embarrass us at uh, like at bars and parties. It's the worst. There's one guy in particular. I forget his um, pledge name, but Jerry Sandusky. Mm. was the biggest dick. I, I never met him, but I, I mean, I heard of him. He was just privileged, and he used to talk about fucking his principal's kid. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, but, my, but they weren't, they were both kids. <laughs> oh, that sounded really bad. Yeah, that sounded really he bad. He was in high school, and his principal's daughter was also in high school, <laughs> and he boned her. <laughs> and he would always talk about it, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, we've heard it before. I get it. Yes, you sleep with people regularly. Good for you. Um, I've seen pictures. There's nothing to brag about. So um, uh, he would uh, make us drink lots of like weird concoctions that he would come up with with the bartender at the bars and mm. in front of people. It was just stupid. See, I would get pissed better. when people would try to do shit to pledges like at socials in front of girls. Like if someone yelled at a pledge or something, I would legit get in their face. Like fucking boss me around, bitch. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't cool because like I said this before. You make someone look like a piece of shit in public, but then that person represents you in public. So then you're making your fraternity look like a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Because you let him in. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this guy's a fucking loser ass dork. Yeah, dude, you gave him a bid. He's here because you brought him in, you fucking yep. idiot. Like, uh. Um, one time at a social, they made me pull my pants down and sit on like the cold keg, bare assed. Um, and I was really upset about it because I thought it was embarrassing. But then all the girls were like, we're not drinking out of that. Yeah. That's disgusting. His ass is on it. And then he got in trouble because they were like, why would you make Chris do that? That was really yeah. weird. Well, that's weird. That's a very weird thing to have someone do. And they were like, why would you do that? And I'm like, well, he told me to. That's how it works. Yeah. You tell us to do something. We don't have Ew. a choice. We have to do it. Poop particles all over that keg. You know? Who did I the wipe, keg stand? I wipe very well. You know what? If I don't have Somebody a wet wipe, you know what wipes. I do? I spit on my toilet paper and I do a nice <laughs> spit shine. Sima wipes front to back and side to side, people. <laughs> and sometimes he goes in around circularly. Front like to back, no poo on the sack is my <laughs> motto. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't like to carry toilet paper from the grocery store. I get embarrassed, which is why I order it from Walmart.com. Wow. And it comes to my doorstep. Why do you get embarrassed? People shit. Everybody shits. Everybody poops, but gays don't talk about it. Ah. Except for this one. <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, What? How do you guys not talk about it? You guys have to talk about it. You Things go in there, man. What goes in there? Tell me about it. Draw me a picture. Dicks. <laughs> you want me to? Here. Here's the hole. Carlos is drawing a picture right now. Here's a penis going into it. It kind of looks like a finger, though. Okay. Where's the lube? No lube, no sex. Natural lube. Natural lube. I know you like dudes with very hairy ball sacks. Carlos is like, you don't need need lube. All you need is spit and determination, (laughs) and you got it. (laughs) I believe in you. (laughs) You thrust hard and let the asshole do the rest, brother. Uh, You guys, taking a dick hurts. I don't care what anyone tells you, that shit hurts. Hurts. I mean, I'll. I don't like it. I'll do it. I'm not a fucking loser. But Simo does it like because it. he chooses to, not because a fraternity forced him to. <laughs> <laughs> However, I will say there are the ones. There are ones that do. Yeah. I was in. I was once in college, and this is when I was a pledge, and I had two different friends who were in different fraternities. Um, and then Carlos drank a Cosby special. Yes. And he woke and next up in thing the I ER know, I woke up getting pig roasted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, we're talking about it, uh, you know, and without divulging any secrets, we're like, 
ask me, how's your pledge process? Is it hard? We're smoking a joint in the bathroom while we're talking about this. And then they're asking me, how, is it hard? And it's like, I mean, it's, it's somewhat difficult, but it's what I thought it would be. Uh, it's really not that bad. It really isn't that bad. And one of them goes, well, you know, do you guys do any gay shit? Just because you know that like, that's part of every pledge process. And he starts laughing. And then me and the guy from the third guy, who we'll call him B, uh, look at each other. And then we look at him and it's like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, like everybody has to do gay shit. Oh, yeah, Simo. And then we look at each other again and then we look at A. And, uh, no, they, no, we don't. What the fuck did you have to do? And then he just went super quiet, like super, super quiet. And it was like nothing. Like I was just joking. And we're like, sure you were, you know? And like, and now he's got his cowboy boots on dancing yeah, right? in the bar at Flaming Saddles. <laughs> <A> Flaming Saddles. <laughs> This song Fancy by Reba McIntyre comes on and he just lives his best life. However, there are efforts. If you Google it, you will find a story. And so I will say, while there are some bad eggs out there, not every fraternity is bad. Not every fraternity does horrible things to people. Why is gay shit bad? Well, because it's rape if you don't want it, Simo. You see, Simo's the Bill Cosby wannabe. Okay, I see your point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, see I see your point. All right, so the next one. Speaking of rape, um, oh god, that's not a good segue. No, I don't. I don't like this segue, people. Speaking of, no, I I think that the fraternities have a really bad reputation for being like womanizers. Womanizer, 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 womanizers. Yes, they do. Do and, I sound like a womanizer? I mean, it sounds like a woman sometimes, but not a womanizer. <laughs> 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 and he does sit down to pee, but that's like only his personal choice. You know what? It's I sit more down if I'm tired or if I'm drunk. It's less pee splatter. It's great. My my aim gets worse the more I drink. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Makes sense. But dude, not everybody was a womanizer. I mean, clearly Simo here wasn't into girls. We all know that. <laughs> but there are some people who didn't not get laid. Everyone knows period. that. <laughs> Like, I saw this random girls from like Russia trying to send me their naked pictures on Instagram. Oh, I, yeah? still, I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katya six five seven four three two. That's exactly what it is. X X Simo sends you his love. Womanizer, womanizer, I there were some dudes that were creepy though. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of dudes that actually didn't get laid in our fraternity. Um, like, but there lot. are creepy dudes everywhere you go in every right. organization. Seriously. And like you're you're around like a lot of drinking related scenarios. And it's really it's an awkward time in people's lives. So there's a lot of yeah. people who just say wrong things because they want to look cool, man. Like it's, it's sorry, that's life. That happens everywhere. With that being said, I for example, you know, had pretty good luck with the girls in college. But I wasn't a womanizer either. Like, I wasn't a dick about it. Like, I wasn't rude to girls. Like, you can get girls and still know how to treat a lady. You know what I mean? I think that fraternity guys, frat guys, have a reputation for being players. But in this day and age, I think it's chauvinistic to assume that only guys can be players. Yeah, girls are players too, you, man. If you've ever watched the show Sex in the City, yep. it's, they, it's all about it. There are ladies that just want hookups too. Yep. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's healthy to have a, uh, a consistent, healthy sexual appetite. Uh, but I think it's, it's, almost, um, it's almost misogynistic to just assume that only men are capable of 
being horny. Yeah, I actually, you just reminded me of this. Um, I was drunk. Maybe it was a pledge or I had just gotten into the fraternity. But I hooked up with this girl at a party, and I legitimately like thought she was beautiful. I had the biggest crush ever on her. So anyways, I see this girl at a bar the following week, and like, I go up to her, to you know, like, hey, what's up? And she wants nothing to do with me. And it's such a cold-hearted bitch. And I was like, what do you mean? I thought you liked me. Like, no, we, like, hooked up last week. And she looks at me right in the eye and goes, I just like to hook up. And walked away and left me standing there. And it was just like, no, I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. Like, you know, it happens to the best of us. And girls can be players, too. Yeah. She I have a lot of uh, friend, uh, lady friends who are comedians who are always like, like, Simo, do you have any friends that are single? I'm just looking to get laid. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Times change. Yeah, But seriously. times don't change. It's always been like that. It's just that people never talked about if it. If you, you know? sit around in a group of girls conversation while you're drinking, and I've been there, they talk about some shit that will fucking like make you think twice about what we say as guys. It's like <laughs> their what? locker room like, talks got us beat. Yeah. <laughs> talk yeah. about everything and anything, anything sexual, anything gross, a lot of vagina talk. It's like I've heard a lot of things from girls that I would never, ever, ever would assume to hear from a guy. Like when guys, we don't go into that much detail. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it pretty much the extent of most locker room talk that I ever had was like, "Did you fuck her?" Yes, no. Like, that's it. And you move on. Oh, you're cool. Oh, you're a loser. Oh, you fucking nerd. Girls are like, what happened? Tell me everything. How big was his deck? Right. And they just <laughs> go into fucking detail, man. And then by the time you're like, you see the group of girls, they know everything about you. It's crazy. Did you have an orgasm? Did you fake it? Yeah. <laughs> I remember this one girl one I time. I faked an orgasm once. You did? Yep. Uh, this girl came over, and I didn't know that she was going to call me, but... I had just, you know, taken care of myself. <laughs> so I didn't need any female <laughs> company. And literally, as soon as I finished, like, hey, what are you doing? You want to hang out? And I wasn't going to say no. So I was like, okay, let me try to see if I can make this happen. And she comes over and, you know, like, we start to do it. And I'm like, fuck, this is not going to happen. After a while, like, this is no way this is going to happen. So literally, I just went like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, In actuality, he was like, Barbara Walters! <laughs> 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 so here let me throw away the condom real quick <laughs> but she didn't know she didn't know guys can fake it too one time okay so <laughs> this girl one time at college she was like like Simo one year of fraternity brothers like flung yogurt at me <laughs> like this <laughs> and I was like yeah you got spider-man and she's like excuse me and I was like yeah Boo boo, you got Spider Man. That's oh. when you, you know, nut on your fingers and you fling you it. Flick it, yeah. She's like, I got Spider Man. Yeah, sorry. Have you ever but heard you of the Spider-Man. Abe Lincoln? No, what's that? Is you flick uh, your semen onto someone's face and then you throw pubes at them, and so it sticks like a beard, <laughs> <laughs> and then you put a top hat on. Abe Lincoln, I've never heard that <laughs> take a picture. <laughs> no, that I would never do with something like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like some kind of sexual assault. I don't know. Is there a consensual way for that to happen to someone? That's a pretty sad beard, though. <laughs> yeah, right? It looks like when Simo tries to grow facial hair. <laughs> so I call them patches. Oh, okay. 
I really can't grow a facial hair that well, guys. It I've never seen you with facial hair. No, I'm a little scruffy at the moment, but it's like yeah, the best that's I the can most do. I've ever seen. You know, actually, who you look like right now with the tiny little scruff? You look like an in shape uh, T.J. Miller, the comedian. Oh, really? Yes. You just did a weird look, and I don't know if it was like the mental retardation in you or uh, the two beers, but I was like, wow, I got some T.J. Miller vibes. I like it. Okay, scruff, extra chromosome pair. I'm I ready. like it. Better than Andy Dick. I think it's a step up. Oh, my up. gosh. When my, when my hair is long, I used to get Kenny G, Carrot Top. <laughs> Kenny G. And then... Um, Kenneth. His name is Ke- Kenneth. Kenneth. <laughs> and then someone else they would say. Um, what's his name? He, he died. Um, <laughs> Heath Ledger. Oh. We had long hair. Hmm. I looked nothing like yeah, him. I was going to say, I can't see that one at all. Maybe his corpse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was very unnecessary. That's awful. I might have to cut that. (laughs) (laughs) Referring to my chiseled features, I will say on that, um, thank you, Dr. Coletti, for my fake cheekbones. (laughs) They say that with a lot of good art, you have to stand far, far away to appreciate it. Uh, Same thing with Simo's face. You know what? You an ass. What's the next one? Okay, so we talked about... So we're not all womanizers. Moving on. They keep you away from school. That is another one that I get a lot. It's like, well, how do you get anything done with a fraternity? They keep you away from school. But that's actually false. You have to have a GPA to be in the fraternity. Correct. It was like a 2.5, 2.6, which is at least a C something. My lowest GPA was my first semester, and that was the only semester I wasn't involved in our fraternity. So my really? grades actually went up um, after I got in because it was a requirement to right. maintain the letters that I wore. And also, um, they did uh, make us do, even though we didn't really do a whole lot in study hall. Yeah, but we had study halls. We yeah. had two study halls a week at least. So you had so many chances to study and do things, and there was always someone sending out a text like, hey, I'm going to the library. Does anybody want to come? And just because like everything that's cool is people go out and get a drink, doesn't mean that the other side didn't happen. Um, uh, I had brothers proofread papers for me. That's the thing about our chapter too. At least when I was in it, it was diverse. So there were people who that were good at different things. So yeah. there were people that were good at like computer class, which I had to take. There were people that were good at science class. There were people that were good at accounting. You know, so you can go to people and actually like even get tutoring. <laughs> That's all I have to say about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting for you. Uh, okay, so that one was an easy one, but we had to put that one out there for the parents. That one's for you, And moms. the fraternity brothers who didn't do well in school uh, had to be sober at parties. Yep. Yeah. Or they couldn't be uh, listed as active brothers. Yeah, they couldn't be on GPA, t-shirt Right, exactly. And they, they couldn't be on the composite, which is the picture of the chapter, which is cool. Oh, they couldn't do a lot of the awful. fun things. Really? I like my pictures. I had a side ponytail in one. Oh, yeah. If you miss that silence, it's me rolling my eyes. I didn't, I didn't know I had side, it. All the way to that side. I didn't, I didn't know I had a side ponytail until it came out, and I was like, fuck. Oh, that's embarrassing. Steve, oh, that's bad. That's Man, bad. I miss that hair. It's coming back. It's currently nice. Well, I have it, you know? You never curves. know. What? Really? <laughs> you think you're going to be bald? I mean, I, don't, I hope not. At this point, I'm, I'm hoping that I, I'm not losing my hair. How's your like, mom's side? Because that's where it comes up. Well, here, that's the way it works. My mom's dad was bald, Ooh. but he was bald in his 20s, and I'm in oh. my 
43, 44. Oh, son of a bitch. Turned 45 soon, right? No. Still great. I'm, I'm 30 something. Dude, you lent me that one. <laughs> I'm 30 something. I'm 30 something and fit as a fiddle. Although my trainer told me I had back fat. Did I tell you about this? What? Back fat? My trainer pinched my back and he was like, what's this? And I was like, excuse you. He was like, and I'm, you do, I'm thin. Yeah, you're very thin. He was like, we, we need to work on this. And I was like, you need to work on your delivery. Let me tell you how you make <laughs> friends that are gay. The last thing you want to mention is back fat. He's probably doing it, though, because if he says, oh, well, you look great, then you're done. True. So he used to give you that, and then it's something That's for you to obsess about. And that motherfucker now knows he has a job for another three months. <laughs> I went home, and I was like, back fat. So that's all you have to do to get Simo to do things for you. It's like just point his back fat. He's come to my apartment before to see like my food. What? He's hands on. His name's Al. That's (laughs) very weird. Yeah. Couldn't you just take a picture of your fridge? Does he have to show up to your house? Um, Can I tell you that I had the Samoa's Girl Scout cookies hidden under my bed? I was so scared. I was sweating. He's like, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. Samoa's are the best though. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to find these. I'm so embarrassed. Oh my God. That's pretty pathetic, Simo. <laughs> pretty bad. You're hiding cookies from a guy you pay for. I know. Like, he and can just so yell tiny. at you and you can be like, shut up, dude. I pay you. He's so tiny. And uh, I was like, I get it. You are in the Marines. He's like, once a Marine, always a Marine. And I'm like, stand on a chair and say that to my face, loser. He's well, like, we used to say fraternity for life. Yeah. yeah. So you know what's funny is that whenever I have a fraternity brother around, I introduce them as my brothers yeah same so when carlos and i are at a party i'm like this is my brother carlos and people are like the fuck yeah they think really so culture for a minute and then he opens his mouth and proves himself a racist yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i say something shitty about his his family and bean dip or <laughs> what was it i don't stick my dick in bean dip i know you know what my mom is very upset about that <laughs> She was so mad. She's like, why do you say, I, I didn't raise you like that. Oh, wow. When my mom says the word cunt on the regular. <laughs> when your mom is disappointed in you, you know you did something wrong, Simo. That just breaks my heart for you. My mom told me to do stand-up for the first time last year. Remember when we did that, that um, fundraiser yep. in Maryland? Mm-hmm. Wow, that was her first time ever? Yeah, I've been doing stand-up for over 10 years. She's yeah, I was going to say, I was so scared. And then I, I was so nervous, and she loved all of it. Dude, I did the first time I did stand up for in front of my parents was actually in Baltimore. And it was at this it was like a comedy and music festival before the Baltimore Comedy Festival came out. Um and like the it was like a very grungy and punk scene on the music side. Right bringing my parents, you know, like and they my mom's coming in in her nice little blouse and shit. You know, I'm walking in there's a dude with like tat it from head to toe with like mohawks like piercings everywhere and i'm just like okay so it's brooklyn <laughs> right it's like brooklyn and then my parents venezuelan you know like it's a huge culture clash we go up to the bartender and i get a beer and then my mom's like can i have a chardonnay <laughs> oh. it's like, no mom you can't get a fuck you know she gets her drink whatever and i they gave me a 15 minute set and i killed that day like it was like i remember one of the a couple of brothers came to see me, um, and I had a great set, and my parents loved it. And I was so fucking worried about everything that they were gonna say, from what they thought of the venue to what they would think about my comedy. And they were like, 
the crowd really liked you. You you were really you're good at this and keep it up. And they've been so supportive, you know. That's like, it's good. There, I hear sometimes people like say like, especially comedians because you hear it in their sets. They talk about how their parents don't support their shit. It's like, man, that sucks. Like I'm glad that at least like I have family that's like, like dude, this is your dream. Go for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Go for it. Find out if you can do it, and then if you can't, then fucking figure it out. But go for it. Don't live in regret. Does your does your parents ever say like my dad's always like, why don't you just do SNL? Oh, why don't why don't I? You know what? That's a good idea. I never thought about that. I should just do SNL. My mom's favorite is we need to figure out a way to get you noticed. It's like, oh um, yeah, mom, yeah, because that's not what I fucking try to do every goddamn I day. Know. Like you know. <laughs> I try to hide, you know, make sure no one sees what I'm doing. My dad's like, people like impressions. That's the ticket. My okay, brother said the same thing. He was like, he's like, you should be like Fluffy. He does, imp- he does voices. You should do that. It's like, no. <laughs> I only have one voice and it's gay. <laughs> That's all I can do. And your other thing. Hello, what is your? My sexy voice. Your sexy voice. My sexy voice gets a lot of attention on prank phone calls. That's the last thing you hear before the chloroform takes effect. okay so what's what's the last uh misconception of being in a fraternity uh this one you even heard i pay for friends i make the pledges do gay shit i'm a womanizer Mm -hmm. and my grades suffered so what's the last one so the last one is that we are all entitled rich kids slash bros Pro and in your culture. case, you got called, uh, what was it that you got called? An, a, an aristocratic entitled lifestyle. Yeah, and if you're listening person. to that listener that called me that, you're a fucking loser. And I wouldn't have given you a bid. Oh! If you came to Russia Fraternity, I would call you a, I don't know, a douche. Worst comeback ever. So... Bro culture. When I think of bro, I think like I think like two pop collars. Yeah, pop collars. Like maybe even fist pumpy kind of Jersey Shorey kind of a thing. Maybe I think of like I think loafers. I think puka shell or puka shell hookah shell hookah puka. It's puka. Puka? Pukas haven't been around. Since puka like shell necklaces. Th- I mean, yeah, your time. Yeah. I think. Um, I think highlights. I think driving mommy and daddy's like convertible. Yeah. Um, I would describe our fraternity, at least our chapter, yeah, um, would be like kind of like one of the people. We were kind of really middle class more than anything. There were some rich kids. You know what? So um, I have a friend. You don't have to blur her name. Follow her. Her name's Amanda Goodyear. She's a model actress. She's fantastic. I love her so much. And uh, I was backstage at this fashion show she did in Chicago. I'm um, having a really good time. And in walks this guy that everyone's like, oh, that's, 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 like, who is he? And he's like, I'm the grandson of Charles Walgreens. And Walgreens, what? I think, originated in Chicago. So, like, is a prominent family. He's like, I'm the grandson. And I was like, okay, so what do you do for work? And he was like, I just told you, I'm his grandson. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm okay. just rich. I was like, and why are you here? And he was like, because I'm his grandson. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is just a delusional piece of shit person. Yep. Yikes. Yep. And when you do nothing and you get everything, that's how you turn out. That's bro culture. That's we, bro we culture. We were struggling to pay our fucking phone bill, dude. Seriously. So many fucking pledge brothers and brothers 
hooked a brother up with meals so many times that I needed it, like, in college. Like, man, like, really. Shit, I was doing photographs were super uncomfortable my senior year of college so I was like ah fuck T-Mobile told me that I had to pay X amount of money by this date okay fine what do you need me to do I'm gonna do it <laughs> oh, I need my cell phone <laughs> one Simo two dicks coming right up <laughs> oh yeah Simo okay so we're getting to that time you know I, I feel like we've read some misconceptions but if you had any final thoughts what would it be Oh, me? I thought you meant, like, the listeners. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask the listeners right now, and they're going to respond. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> Hold on. You're laughing over the listeners responding to us. You know? I know. I didn't get it. Uh-huh. Um, we're actually sitting further from each other today. This, the, the, they're testing some, some sounds. So it's because Simo kept rubbing his feet my on mine. He's gross. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. I would like to say that did I have a great experience in the fraternity? Sometimes. Um, but I had to call a spade a spade and I, and I pride myself on being objective. Uh, if you know anything about me, Carlos, is that I'm blunt. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Yes. I'm blunt. I'm honest. I tell it like it is. And to be completely honest. And he wipes front to back, side to side. I wipe front to back, <laughs> side to side. Um, I spit on my toilet paper and get myself a good wet rub down. Uh, so I didn't necessarily pay for friends. I paid for booze. Uh, we were haze, and although I would have liked to have done some gay shit, we didn't do it. Uh, womanizer, me, laughable. My grades were stellar, and I wish I was an entitled rich kid because it would make things a lot easier for me. <laughs> but everything I have, I've worked for. Not only did Seriously. I work for it, but I also worked out to be in tip top shape to do some nasty photos to get paid <laughs> um, uh, poorly. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, to add to that, I would just say don't judge a book by its cover, people. Just because you've had a bad experience one place doesn't mean that every other organization will be the same thing. It's like if you met one fucking person and then you dictated the rest of your life about how that person treated you. Stereotype is not cool. You wouldn't like it if us as frat brothers were sitting around stereotyping you, would you? Would you? What do we call people that aren't in Greek life? We call them GIs. GDIs. Oh, GDI. Goddamn independence. Goddamn independence. And that's why. Because you stereotyped us. And now we're mad. So we came up with a cool nickname that everybody uses. Meh. It's not that cool. No, not really. Honestly, it sounds so lame now to go back on it. Like, I I would hear, like, people, goddamn GDIs. It's like, ugh. Shut up. <laughs> On that note, these losers gotta go. These losers gotta go. Hey guys, thanks Fraternities for are not all bad. We're all cool. <laughs> At least I am. Simo's a total loser, but I'm I trying, love him. Guys, I'm trying. Just kidding. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock. I'm gonna wake up, kick some ass. I'm gonna dance on Ellen, Bill Hader, Robert De Niro. I'm gonna do all the things that are on uh, Carlos's vision board. On yeah. that note, uh, I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I say, follow your dreams in I second. And we're out. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Peace. See you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.